Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 243 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review if you like the show. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Turnip Boy Robs a Bank and Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. The games coming out this week include Howl, Little Guardsman, Stumble Guys, Anomaly Agent, Climber, Sky is the Limit, Remains, Saga of the Moon Priestess, Shalnor Legends 2, Trials of Thunder, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy, Devil Inside Us, Roots of Evil, Hidden Through Time 2, Myths and Magic, Go Mecha Ball, Jet Rider Reduce, Reuse, and Blast It Off, Phantom Abyss, Star Wars Rogue, Classic Pool, Dead Tomb, Tardy, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Tekken 8, and Tibetan Quest Beyond World's End. Some new games are available on Game Pass and or coming soon. They include the following. You can now play Those Who Remain on Cloud Console and PC, Turnip Boy Robs a Bank Cloud Console and PC, F123 Console and PC, and Pal World Cloud Console and PC. On January 25th, you can play Go Mecha Ball on Cloud Console and PC, January 30th, Brotato Cloud Console and PC, February 2nd, Persona 3 Reload Console, Cloud and PC, then February 6th, Anucard, Cloud Console, and PC. Now with last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week, it will be a longer show because there is a lot of news. Number one, Xbox Developer Direct, all the news and announcements. Joe Scrubbles on the Xbox Wire writes, It's going to be a good year for Xbox players. At today's Developer Direct show, we provided deep dives into five new games launching across Xbox Series X and S, PC, Game Pass, and or Cloud, all of which arrive later in 2024. Development teams at Xbox, Bethesda, and even one of our third-party partners invited you to their studios to showcase extended gameplay, reveal key information, and more. During the show, we visited the studios behind Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, Avowed, Senua Saga Hellblade 2, and Aria History Untold, to find out more about each one. Members of each development team gave us a look at into their creation, with new information offered a tantalizing glimpse of what's to come this year. All four of these games will arrive on day one with Game Pass and will contribute to what's going on to be another huge year for members, delivering incredible games throughout 2024. Plus, in a special surprise, we heard from the team at Square Enix to learn a lot more about Visions of Mana, the first new mainline entry in the Mana series in over 15 years, and its debut on Xbox platforms. With participation from developers on three continents, it was truly a global show. Here's a summary of everything we announced and covered during Developer Direct. Avowed, launching Fall 2024. Avowed game director Kara Patel gave us a first deep dive into the gameplay in Obsidian's upcoming fantasy action RPG, from its dynamic combat to its thoughtful reactivity, to its colorful, vibrant, strange world set in living lands. Avowed continues Obsidian's signature style of creating games with deep themes and player choice at the forefront. Not only will you make narrative decisions that can impact changes in the game down the line, but Avowed is also looking to offer choice in combat. Gameplay director Gabe Paramo, Discuss not only how your varied weaponry will be melee weapons, ranged guns and bows, and magic-based wands, even dual-wielded wands, to name a few, but how flexible combat can be, allowing you to quickly change loadouts for enemy encounters. Swappable loadouts mean you can approach combat however feels right to you. 
Our director Matt Hansen then explained how the Living Lands is a mysterious island made up of wildly varied regions, offering visually diverse backdrops and intriguing settings to explore. With secrets hidden throughout the regions, you'll take in barren deserts, verdant forests, blighted wastes, volcanic biomes, and more. That's not all for her vowed, however. Make sure to tune into the Xbox podcast on Monday, January 22nd for an exclusive interview with some of the Obsidian's developers offering even more information on the gameplay reveal. Senua Saga Hellblade 2 launching May 21st. Ninja Theory took us behind the scenes at their studio in Cambridge to take a look at Senua Saga Hellblade 2, meet some of the team, and learn more about the craft behind their new title, which is now in the final months of development. In the video, we learned more about Senua's new journey, which leads her to Iceland, a harsh and brutal land ravaged by myth and tyranny. We were given a new look at Senua's experiences of the world, seen through her eyes as someone who experiences psychosis, and it's also Senua's visceral and violent battles with the Draugr. We also heard more detail on what players can expect from the game's story and how binaural and spatial audio will sink players deep into the world of Hellblade. With a studio mission of crafting life-changing art with game-changing tech, Ninja Theory are pushing the boundaries of fidelity, richness, and immersion. Visions of Mana launching summer 2024. In a surprise appearance, Square Enix joined the show to prevent Visions of Mana, the first new mainline entry in the series in over 15 years, and its debut on Xbox platforms. Series producer Masuru Ayamada presented a sneak peek at the gorgeous new RPG, sharing gameplay and behind-the-scenes footage before its launch in summer 2024. Koichi Ishii, the father of the Mana series and creator of many of its iconic monsters, discussed the implementation and design of the enemies in Visions of Mana, and introduced the adorable new animal companions, Pikuls, and explained the design process behind them. Ayamada then shared some details regarding the game's score, and revealed that the tracklist for Visions of Mana contains 100 songs in total, including works from musical talent who worked on previous Mana games. Ayamata also shared details of the adaptive music system that allows seamless transition from map exploration to battles, demonstrating a snippet of the background music changing as you enter or leave combat. Ayamata also revealed that in Visions of Mana, the elementals will assist the player in battle in the form of specialized items, which each will have a different effect in combat. Combined with aerial combat that allows for weapons and magic to be used in midair, the combat is fast-paced and flexible. Aria History Untold launching Fall 2024 the key leads at Oxide Games debuted an all-new look at gameplay and shared an overview of the key features coming to Aria History Untold during today's Developer Direct. Viewers learned more about Aria's crafting system, unique approach to simultaneous turns, and more. You can learn more about this innovative new historical grand strategy game with our in-depth interview with design director Michelle Menard, and we have more to share in the upcoming months leading up to Aria's launch this fall on PC and with PC Game Pass. Indiana Jones in the Great Circle launching 2024. The official reveal of Indiana Jones and the Great Circle was debuted during Developer Direct with over 13 minutes of gameplay footage and developer insights. This new journey starring the legendary archaeologist comes from the award-winning team at Machine Games. The minds behind Wolfenstein The New Order and Wolfenstein The New Colossus in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games and executive produced by Bethesda Game Studio, Todd Howard. You gotta give it up to Xbox again. Just another great show and I love how they do the presentations in these Developer Directs. I'm happy that this is going to kind of be the standard to set our baseline for the upcoming year, as they did this in January last year, and now January again, each bringing a big surprise as Visions of Mana was the secret. Let's start from the top. Avowed. This game doesn't look great visually. I'm not mad about that, but it does look fun with all the combat mechanics. I'm intrigued to see more, but I feel like I really need to finish the Outer Worlds first before I dive into another Obsidian RPG. 
Senior Saga Hellblade 2. Finally, 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 finally. After seeing this game how many times, we have a release date. It's May 21st. I cannot wait for this game. I absolutely love the first one. I'm going to replay it in the lead up to it. And I think I'm going to play the VR version, which I have not done. Visions of Mana launching summer 2024. This was the surprise of the show. This does not do anything for me. But this is a cult classic franchise, so there are many out there very excited. Aria History Untold launching fall 2024. A 4X strategy game just doesn't really do much for me. And then finally, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle is the title. This game looks like a ton of fun. I need to go back and watch all the movies as I think I've only seen the first one. I got really excited for this. I just trust the machine games after loving their Wolfenstein games. I can't wait to see more. The whip looked like a ton of fun. So overall, props to Xbox. I wish we had a better date timeline of when we're going to get to experience everything this year. But those details and dates are going to come and my backlog is huge. So I am cool as a cucumber right now and just really looking forward to this year. I do have to say as I wrap this section up that Senua Saga Hellblade 2 being a digital only title doesn't feel right. Why aren't they giving it the proper physical release? I mean, this game is supposed to be huge for them. Also that it's only $49.99. I mean, props for Xbox for doing that, but it just seems weird. I don't know. Those are not warning signs to me. I just think they're weird. Well, we won't have to wait too much longer in the next four months to figure out what this game is, and hopefully that it's very, very good. Phew, told you it was going to be a long show. Number two, Microsoft could now be a good publisher on Sony and Nintendo and PCs and Xbox CEO says. Wesley Impool at IGN writes. With the acquisition of Call of Duty maker Activision Blizzard, Microsoft can now be, quote, a good publisher and quote across all platforms, including rival consoles, the boss of the company has said. Speaking to Bloomberg, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said, quote, we love gaming. In fact, Fight Simulator was created before even Windows, but we were number three, number four, and now with Activision, I think we have a chance of being a good publisher, quite frankly, on Sony and Nintendo and PCs and Xbox. We are excited about the acquisition closing, and I'm glad we've got it through, end quote. Nadella's comments echo those he made last month when he similarly said Microsoft plans to release games across all platforms. Quote, we think that now we have the ability to do what we always set out to do, which is build great games and deliver them to folks across all platforms, which is Xbox and consoles, the PCs, and now even including mobile gaming and cloud gaming, end quote, he said at the time. This comes amid reports that Microsoft plans to release some of its exclusives on the Switch and PS5. Both Tango Gameworks Hi-Fi Rush and Rare Sea of Thieves are said to be considered for launch on Nintendo and Sony consoles after a period of exclusivity across Xbox consoles and PC, Microsoft has yet to comment on the reports. <sighs> I kind of teetered on whether I was going to put this news story in the show this week, but it has been making the rounds and everyone is deeply upset over it. I'm not taking too much of this to heart. I think exclusives are important. It's what drives customers and consumers to specific platforms, ecosystems. I mean, I'm never going to buy another phone than an iPhone. I'm just tied to Apple. They got me. They've done it right. I'd be hard pressed to really move off. Similarly, that's what people want with exclusives, and that's why there's so many people on Sony and PlayStation. They had great exclusives in the PS4 generation, which was a terrible generation, as Phil Spencer admitted, to lose. Everyone has their digital libraries, and they don't want to move off now. However, I don't think we should take this too close to heart. They are going to be a great publisher, because games like Call of Duty are never going to not be on PlayStation and now Nintendo. 
They have too much money left on the table if they made those exclusives. They paid so much for Activision Blizzard, for example, and they need to make that money back. So yes, Xbox is going to be a publisher for the foreseeable future. Do I think in 10 to 15 years, Game Pass will be on other platforms? Absolutely. I think at a certain point, they will want that as on, on as many devices as they possibly can to make as much money as they can. It's all about the subscription game, and it's going to be an interesting decade to come. Number three, The Elder Scrolls Online's next expansion, Gold Road, launches in June. Tom Ivan at Video Games Chronicle writes, ZeniMax Online Studios has revealed this year's content roadmap for The Elder Scrolls Online, including new DLC and the game's next major expansion. The Scions of Ithalia DLC pack will introduce two new four-player dungeons, Othsworn Pit and Bedlam Vale. Releasing on March 11th for PC and Mac and March 26th for Xbox and PlayStation consoles, the DLC continues the stories from last year's Necrom chapter and leads into the upcoming Gold Road expansion. Quote, follow the threads of fate that appeared in Necrom, or launch a new standalone adventure in the Elder Scrolls Online Gold Road. End quote, reads the description accompanying the reveal trailer for the game's next chapter. Quote, explore the West Weald in the city of Skingrad, first encountered in the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Play with the nature of magic itself and create custom skills with the new scribing system. And investigate the return of Athelia, a brand new Daedric Prince never seen before in the Elder Scrolls series, end quote. Price at $39.99, Gold Road will be released for PC and Mac on June 3rd and for Xbox and PlayStation on June 18th. I had to highlight this, it's not something for me, but this game does have a huge player base. They did announce with this trailer that they are at over 24 million players. That is no small feat, so they are going to be continuing to support this game for years and years to come. Personally, I can't wait to see what this other game that this studio has been working on for apparently over five years. There was some rumors that it was Star Wars. I can't get myself hyped up and overexcited for that because that can't be real, right? An amazing Star Wars MMO on console. I'm not talking about the older public. I would eat that up instantly, but not getting my hopes up. But it seems like something we should find out about in the next year or two, finally. So, let's see. Number four, Stalker 2 delayed again, but we finally have an Xbox Series X and S release date. Tom West, their true achievements, writes, Stalker 2 Hearts of Chernobyl has sadly been delayed again, but at least we have a firm date this time. Developer GSC Game World has announced that the long-awaited post-apocalyptic game will launch on Series X and S and PC, and Xbox Game Pass on September 5th. After a number of delays, Stalker 2 was given an early 2024 release date back in August 2023 when the game's pre-order pages went live. However, the team needs additional time to polish it, which must be a difficult thing to achieve with the Russian war on Ukraine. But it looks like this could be the last time we see a delay as the accompanying video says that it's the final release date announcement. I'm excited to check this game out. I did not play Stalker 1, but the game's visuals look incredible. I love the post-apocalyptic setting. I'm definitely excited for this. I do hope it sticks on the September 5th release date, but however, even though this game has been pushed so many times, we simply cannot trust release dates until they are way close to time. And this is eight months away, so hopefully it hits, but if they need more time, polish it and push out the best version of that game when it's ready. Number five, Ubisoft Plus multi-access and PC access become Ubisoft Plus premium, cheaper tier Ubisoft Plus classics available. Wesley Impool at IGN writes, Ubisoft has shaken up its subscription service, releasing a premium offering and adding a back catalog focused option. Designed to coincide with the release of Prince of Persia The Lost Crown on Ubisoft Plus, Ubisoft Plus Multi-Access and PC Access have become Ubisoft Plus Premium, which costs $17.99 a month. This subscription is designed to offer day one new releases and early access where applicable, as well as premium additions and monthly rewards. 
The day one release of Prince of Persia The Lost Crown, for example, is a part of Ubisoft Plus Premium. Alongside this change, Ubisoft has released Ubisoft Plus Classics on PC, which is described as a curated selection of popular back catalog and live games. Ubisoft Plus Classics include Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Siege, and Watch Dogs Legion. The catalog will grow over time, Ubisoft said, and is included for PlayStation Plus Extra and PlayStation Plus Premium members. Standalone Ubisoft Plus Classics is available on PC via the Ubisoft Store for $7.99 a month. Existing PC subscribers keep their plan as is with the same monthly price point that they have now. Had to include this as this is the wave of the current environment in the industry and the future with subscription services. Not too much new here, but it is interesting to point out that this is not available yet on Xbox consoles and only on PC. Number 6, Hogwarts Legacy beats out Call of Duty to become the 2023's best-selling game. Tomas Franzizi at Digital Trends writes, Circana's Matt Piscatella has released a video game's market highlight for 2023, and WB Games' Hogwarts Legacy ended up being the best-selling game of 2023, beating out the likes of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Quote, Hogwarts Legacy finished as 2023's best-selling video game in the U.S. market in dollar sales. It is the first time since 2008 that a non-Call of Duty or Rockstar-developed title ranked first, Rock Band. And quote, Piscatella explained on X. Quote, Hogwarts Legacy was the best-selling game of the year on PlayStation platforms, ranked second on Xbox platforms, and placed fifth on Nintendo platforms, end quote. I mean, we gotta give it up to Hogwarts Legacy. I really enjoyed my time with the game. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I still need to go back to the game and really finish and see everything that that game has to offer, but man, from a studio that really had no business making a game quite this expansive and big and good looking and fun to play, they really deserve all the credit dethroning the beast and the monster that is Call of Duty. Shout out to those teams. And number 7, founders of Batman Arkham developer Rocksteady start new studio. Wesley and Bull at IGN writes, The people who founded Rocksteady Studios have started a new development studio. As reported by Polygon, Rocksteady founder Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker started a new London-based studio called 100 Star Games, which aims to make AAA games with only 100 industry veterans and emerging talents. Polygon found that a number of former Rocksteady staff have joined 100 Star Games according to LinkedIn profiles. Rockstar's first game was 2006 Urban Chaos Riot Response, but found critical and commercial success for its Batman Arkham series, which includes 2009's groundbreaking in Batman Arkham Asylum, 2011's Batman Arkham City, and 2015's Batman Arkham Knight. Batman owner Warner Bros. bought Rocksteady in 2010. Hill and Walker announced their exit from Rocksteady in October 2022 amid the development of Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. At the time, Warner Bros. Interactive president David Hadid said Suicide Squad was nearly finished, but a number of delays pushed the controversial project back to February 2nd, 2024. While we don't know what 100 Star Games has up its sleeve, we have a much better idea of what to expect from Suicide Squad to kill the Justice League now that it's nearly out. Had to include this as these two are legends in the game industry because of the Batman Arkham series. It's crazy to think that before this gigantic 9 year gap from their last game in Batman Arkham Knight to Suicide Squad kill the Justice League, Rocksteady was argued as a top 3 studio in the entire industry. They tried to do this live service game and we'll see what it's gonna be in a few short weeks. But man, what a fall from at least internet grace. I mean, no one's even talking about them now and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League doesn't seem to really get any good first impressions from the preview events. Can't wait to see what these two start up though and I want to see more from these great talents. I have not still played the Batman Arkham games but it's on my list and I think this year it might finally be the year that I at least play Batman Arkham Asylum. 
As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox. And since we were talking about game sales, let's go through the full 20 game list of the best selling games of 2023. They are as followed. Number one, Hogwarts Legacy. Number two, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Number three, Madden NFL 24. Number four, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Number five, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Number six, Diablo 4. Number seven, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number eight, Mortal Kombat 1. Number nine, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number 10, EA Sports FC 24. Number 11, Starfield. Number 12, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Number 13, Resident Evil 4. Number 14, MLB The Show 23. Number 15, Dead Island 2. Number 16, Final Fantasy 16. Number 7, Street Fighter 6. Number 8, Elden Ring. Number 19, Mario Kart 8. And number 20, Minecraft. What a big year for gaming, and 2023 will go down as at least a top 3 year for video game releases of all time. And shout out to Microsoft now for owning 5 of the games on this list after the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes, unless it's a huge news week like this week. Apologies, and you're welcome, I guess. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, the one game I've been playing is Alan Wake 2, and I'm really enjoying my time through this game. I can't wait to close it out this weekend, and I want to see if it sticks the landing like I'm enjoying. My name is Brandon Rose. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.